Does anyone want the NFC East? Eagles are in the Big Apple. The Cowboys are in the nation's capital. Who comes out on top? And who's left with second servings in the wild card spot? The NFC South comes down to this. Bucks win, and the division's yours. Lose, and it's a hodgepodge of who knows what will happen and who will take the crown. NFC South, who wants it more? My Colts control our destiny. We've already gotten one game on the Texans this year. Can we pull it off again? And maybe even open up a backdoor opportunity to a division crown. It all comes down to this. Miami and the Buffalo Bills. Winner gets the AFC East. Miami's already in, either way. This is Buffalo's only way to playoffs. Can they make it? All that and more as Sunday Scares with Bucks McGee breaks down who's in and who's out in the final week of regular season play of the NFL season. Nutmeg, week 18, it's here. It's bittersweet, but week 18, not without some drama and a whole lot of who's in and who is out. How are we doing, sir? There's not that many places left up for grabs, sir. The last week of the regular season is not exactly what it used to be. What do you think about a final week of the season? It used to be 17, now it's 18. That actually has so much still at stake. Seedings, uh, births, whatever the case may be. Division titles. It's it's all up for grabs. Week 18, it's it's kind of bittersweet, you know. It's like the, the season's just gone by so fast. But, yeah, there is just stuff stuff aplenty. There's divisions, wild cards. I think it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah. So the first, uh, the, the, the first one we have to talk about is, of course, uh, well, not of course. I'm not taking center stage, but it is one of the two games playing on Saturday. So the, the league decided to put us on center stage, I guess. Not not I. Yeah, it's the it's the script. We know it's yeah. the script. It, well, it is. Oh, we'll get into that. Don't you worry. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, a, a win and in scenario between my Colts and the Houston Texans. And fortunately, we're at home. We did beat them once before. Uh, and and I can't say that we beat them without C.J. Stroud because it was way early in the season. Uh, but this is a very much win and in. Uh, but think winner. If, if the winner doesn't clinch the playoff berth, they'll be right there. They'll be right there, basically on the cusp mm-hmm. of clinching it. Uh, mm-hmm. And the loser has to kind of watch some other games. So CJ's been back for a, a, a full game now, so we're not getting him fresh off the rust belt. So what do you think our chances are to uh, finish this off and? Complete the Uncle Rico playoff push. This is this is going to be quite interesting. It's whoever whoever doesn't make mistakes is going to win this thing. It's I can't. I don't know who. I don't know who to go with. I really don't. It's 
If Uncle Rico plays the way Uncle Rico can play, the Colts can win this game. They can win this game. If Uncle Rico has the Jekyll and Hyde game that he's sometimes known to have. <laughs> mm, a little bit. <laughs> you know, and the um, Texans defense steps up a little bit. Texans could be, you know, looking looking at the playoffs way ahead of schedule. So it's it's gonna be who doesn't make mistakes, who's gonna be who's who's gonna play calm. That's the key to this. Who's just going to play calm and within the flow. If you know one team's trying to do too much because they know this is it's an all or you know, all in situation, mistakes are gonna happen. So it's gonna be who's gonna start the game off strong, no mistakes, and wow. Who would have thought that we'd be talking about the Texans in week 18? Or the Colts, for that matter. <laughs> um, who who in this situation is more in a that I think they're both really playing with house money because mm-hmm. I don't think either team was expected to be in this position. But who maybe who's more playing with house money? Like who? Like obviously one team has to lose. Who can mm-hmm. for their reputation for their long term franchise outlook? Whoever winds up on the losing side, who can withstand that a little bit better? Oh, it's the Texans because no one, no one thought the Texans were going to be in this position. You know, everyone thought the Texans were going to start the build this year. You know, D'Amico Ryan's they were going to start the culture. Um, nobody knew what C.J. Stroud was going to be because, unfortunately, coming from the Ohio State, you're kind of marked as a the Ohio State, um, not of uh, not the NFL quarterback factory that it's <laughs> yes. really not known for. So I think a lot of people were kind of watching Stroud to see what was going to happen. Was he going to be able to buck the trend? And he definitely has this year, no doubt about it. So even if the Texans lay a serious goose egg here and just don't show up, you know, or just get outplayed, their future is extremely bright with the pieces that they have. They're a very young team. Um, They've shown the league that they are a team that can play and with the Colts, it's different. It's, it just feels like it's a hodgepodge of pieces that, you know, we know AR-15, you know, the man hurt for the year and stuff. So Uncle Rico steps in. Got to give him credit. Has played a hell of a season. I don't know if anyone would have thought the Colts were going to be in this situation either. Uh, but I think right now the Texans are the ones who, you know, even if they lose – they're looking a little brighter. They're on the they're on a faster track right now than the Colts are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, buck the trend. Be patient. We'll get to Tampa in a minute. <laughs> wow, here we go. That's right. Those real teams play on Sunday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so uh, the the loser of this game, the winner of this game, hasn't made. The loser of this game has to watch. Not only the game, a game on Sunday, but the game preceding this one on Saturday, because Pittsburgh plays the Ravens, and the Ravens have now have everything clinched. Buys clinched, divisions clinched, everything's done for this franchise, and Lamar's gonna sit, and um, uh, there's somebody else. I was thinking there's somebody else. I'm escapes the name escapes me. Like everyone's everyone's sitting for the Ravens, this right? Week. They don't they don't have anything mm-hmm. to play for. So this should be a layup for Pittsburgh. 
And Pittsburgh needs a win. They're, they're not eliminated. They need a win to stay in it, but they also need some help. So the loser of this game now has to know that Pittsburgh likely can win this game, and that hurts their chances losing this game. And on top of that, they also have to sit and watch the Jaguars game because for the winner of this game, if the Jaguars were to somehow lose, the winner of this game is in play for the AFC South division. So how does all this mix around to kind of make sense as far as the loser's chances in the wild card <coughs> against Pittsburgh, maybe even Jacksonville if they lose, mm-hmm. or from the winner's perspective, if Jacksonville loses, how they play for the division now? It's a mess. Basically, I don't trust the Steelers. Honestly, I th- I think the Ravens even have enough backup backup wise to beat the Steelers. The question is, what Steelers team are you going to get? Are you going to get you know Mason Rudolph who's going to throw for three hundred twenty five yards, a couple touchdowns, Najee Harris running the ball, or are you going to get the Steelers team where they can't throw the ball for anything and Najee can't run? So if that's the Steelers team that shows up. The Ravens can win this game. I don't think the Ravens are going to go down lightly. I'm sure, you know, at some point, you know, around third, fourth quarter, if the Steelers are taking command of this game, it is what it is. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's it's like bad arithmetic. And then for the Jag, the Jags just need to win. Like the Jags are the Jags are in such a bad spot from where they were held at the beginning of the season as the air possibly the heir parents to Kansas City, the elite of the AFC. Now they're scraping, and now they've got to watch teams and hope and pray that they can fall into a playoff spot. So all these teams, like literally all you can really do is just do what you can control, and that's win, and then just let everything just fall into place. What what team would you rather play? Would you rather be the Steelers playing a team with nothing to play for because their ticket's punched and everything's set in stone? Or would you rather be the Jags playing against a team who is significantly uh, worse than you, worse than you, Mm -hmm. but has nothing to play for but ruin your season and be a spoiler? I'd rather play the team that's got everything locked up. Because at that point, yeah, they're going to be competitive. But, you know, if it's a situation where you've taken control and, you know, they, they have nothing to they have nothing to really play for. So they're going to, of course, play their young guys, get them some time. It's like it almost it's almost like a preseason game for them. It's like, all right, we're going to put the second tier guys in, you know, we're going to let them play. Let's see what happens. Of course, we want to win. But if we don't, it's all right. When you're the Jags and you're playing somebody who has nothing, nothing to gain and they just want to ruin your season, they're going to play that much harder. They want to be the team that ends you. They're like, if I can't make the playoffs, you're not making the playoffs. So that means they're going to play a little harder, a little faster. And the way that the you know the Jags have been, they've been so up and down, we don't even know what Jags team we're going to get. Yeah, as, uh, as, as Aaron Rodgers found out in his last year in Green Bay last season against the Lions. <laughs> exactly. 
Now, in light of this conversation, I don't mm -hmm. know whether to phrase the question as who do you trust more or who do you trust least? The Pittsburgh wow. Steelers right now or the Jacksonville Jaguars right now? <laughs> wow. Well, if if you're going on what you've recently seen, you you have to take the Steelers by default. You, you know, they, they have put up some – they put up better game film the last couple weeks, let's be honest. I don't know what Jags team we're going to get. I don't know if, you know, T-Law is 100%. It's – I think they might be doubting themselves a little bit. I, I would take the Steelers, but it, like I said, it's because of what they've done the last couple of weeks. Not overly confident in them, but they've won so far the last couple of weeks. So you you got to go with the Steelers. And who'd have thought that you would have thought that with the off with the forgotten Mason Rudolph under center now? Passed up, oh, passed up for Mitch Trubisky. Passed up for small hands, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> there he is, the man who's going to lead the Steelers to the playoffs, Mason <laughs> Rudolph. The script is ridiculous, man. The script is ridiculous. Okay, so before we move on, what do you think the AFC South and the AFC wildcard are going to shake down? out of these games. Now, there is one more game that could play a factor in this, which we'll get into at the end of the show. But out of these three games, how do you think the playoff picture is going to look like going into Sunday? What happens to the Jags? What happens to Pittsburgh? What happens to the Texans and Colts? Wow. All right. So Texans, Colts. The Colts, I think, pull it out. I think they have enough veteran players where that I think that defense has just just enough to pull it out as long as Uncle Rico doesn't do Uncle Rico things, bad Uncle Rico things. So I think the Colts pull it out. I think it's going to be close, but I think I think the Colts can pull it out. Um, wow. Wow, 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 the Steelers. You know, I'm going to take the Steelers. Uh, Mason Rudolph, I think, has got, got enough in them. I think they pull something. They've just played better. I think I think you have to take the Steelers. It's, it's such a crapshoot, but I think they've got enough where they've got, two, they've got two weeks of quality play, and I think they've got a rhythm going. So I would take the Steelers. And the third one, now you said the Colts are going to pull it out. Now, does that mean the Colts are going to pull it out and waiting for a division to be crowned? Or are they just going to be going through the motions and locking up a wild side spot because the Jags are going to win? I'm, I'm going to go against logic. And I'm saying, I'm saying like, I'm going to give the Colts the division. I think the way the season – I think the way the season has gone, I think the Colts, the Colts pull it out and win the division. Well, let's hope for once this season our show is not the kiss of death because I would like. <laughs> and and if it doesn't happen that way, the internet never saw this. That's right. <laughs> I never said it. Never said it. 
All right. Well, speaking of things to put you on record on the internet, let's move over to the NFC cell. And uh, your Bucks. Toughest division in football, baby. Toughest your, division in football. Your Bucks just can't do anything easy, can they? No, no. Why? Why would you want to do it easy? Why? Why would you want to win your division at home? And just get it all set. Have a nice week eighteen. Give Kyle Trask the start. You know, just. No, no. We instead decide we want to go to Carolina for some sad, sad reason. Yeah. So. But you know what? I was. I wait a minute. I was thinking about this. How our season started, preseason wise, was we went to Carolina. That's true. Oh, full circle. So, full circle. So I think this is the yeah, Sunday so, scaries. Full circle. <laughs> that's what I'm hanging my. That's what I'm hanging my hat on. I have to. I have no choice. I'm hanging my hat on anything. But um, no, no, no. Yeah, we don't do anything easy. So we're going to Carolina, and you know we beat them at home. So now we've got to go there. I'm hoping that the you know split, you know division, you know. Thing doesn't hold true, and we can handle our business there in Carolina. Which is ironic enough, because when we did our pre our preseason show, you split we split you split every single Tampa Tampa Bay divisional matchup home and home. The only one mm -hmm. you didn't was the Saints. You thought you would win in New Orleans, they would win in Tampa, and wouldn't it be funny to come full circle and split with Carolina of all teams and win on the road and lose it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mister, I know it all here. Yeah, great, great for me. No. Um, I don't know. Our main thing is hoping Baker's one hundred percent. I think you might be wearing some Kevlar. They're saying for the ribs, you know, the cheap shot from the cheap shot, you know, there from uh, the honey badger. But it is what it is, you know. So we just got to stay, you know, play smart. Don't try to do too much. I think Baker's going to play to what he needs to do, and. So uh, we got to shake down this, of course, across too, because if you win, if Tampa wins, you got this. You locked it up. Tampa yep. loses, you open up the door for the Saints, your hated Saints. And you, of course, are on the road, granted against an inferior Carolina team on paper yes. should be easy. But the Saints also have an inferior Atlanta team on at home. And I was looking up the tiebreaker scenarios. Atlanta cannot make the playoffs as a wild card team. They are currently four. They are four and seven in conference play. The only way they could possibly win is if they lose and Tampa loses. So, right. uh, how does this shake up one to one as far as your as far as Tampa's chances against the Panthers, and then uh, and then the the Saints' chance against the Falcons? There is one more way that Tampa can make the playoffs. So it's it's impossible. We would have to tie. Green Bay has to lose, and I forget the other scenario. So, but that's not what I'm looking for right now. Um, it's. I think the Falcons are going to beat the Saints. I really do. I think. I think the Falcons are going to are trying to save our Arthur Smith's job. Let's be realistic here. Um, I think they're going to. Just lay it all out on the field. They're trying to build for next year. Uh, they need a quarterback. So it's one of those things where I think Heineke's playing. I think he's starting. I'm not sure. If he is starting, then I think that basically tells you that, you know, Desmond's, Desmond's done. They're going to go quarterback. Let's be realistic here. 
So um, the Saints, of course, you know, they're playing for their lives, you know, is what it is. It just comes down to – basically it just comes down to Baker Mayfield if he's healthy. I think he's got enough in the tank. We handle business in Carolina. Plus there's some there's some drama in Carolina, you know, when your owner's throwing drinks at people <laughs> and stuff, you know. Wasn't um, the brightest moment. <laughs> no, exactly, you know, and – who knows? Maybe the players are like, you know what? If that's the way our, our owner is, I don't want to be here. For all you know, those players may just phone it in and just go through the motions. If it's a blowout by halftime, you that's basically what you what's probably happened at that time. So we're just going to go in and just kind of do what we need to do. See, I, I sense you're trying to like hype yourself up a little bit with some extracurricular <laughs> stuff. To, to, to... <laughs> To what do you mean, extra curtain? To make to make it seem like the Bucks aren't gonna uh, have a little slip up. <laughs> like you said, they don't do anything easy. But you know what? Let's be honest here. No one thought Tampa was gonna be in this situation. Everybody thought we were we'd be playing for a top five pick. Let's be realistic here. So I'm hoping they need to pull this off because then at that point, no one can say a word. We won the division. No one gave us the shot. We went out there and earned it. You know, if we fall short, so be it. But we played better than what we thought than what people thought we were going to play. But I think we have enough to beat Carolina. I really do. I think, um, regardless, you know, Baker, even if he's at seventy percent, I think the run game will open up a bit more, better than it did last week. And I just feel that they know they have to win. So there's a little more urgency, I believe, on Tampa side to get this done. For neutrality's sake, play devil's advocate. If for some reason Tampa does slip up and New Orleans takes care of business, uh, what was the what would be the reason you lost to Carolina? Probably just couldn't run the ball. I'll be honest. Can't you know? It's, it's got it's going to be it's going to be not running the ball and the um the offensive line just not holding up. That, that's what it would be. That or we'd give up like one one fluky one fluky play on defense in the secondary, if anything. But I think it would probably be the fact that we couldn't run the ball. I I truly believe they'll probably be a little more extra in the run game this week. Um, Got to keep Baker upright, but that's where I think it would be. It'd be in the run game. Yeah. Well, the latter of which, you know, if Carolina has any bright spot this year, it's been their defensive front. So uh, that would be something to watch. Yeah, whatever. 3117 30, 30, Tampa. Give it to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down right now. I'll write that down right now. We're gonna come back to that. <laughs> as long as I win by as long as I have one more point than they do, I don't care if my numbers right or wrong. <laughs> All that matters. Right, it's gotta be one point better. Oh um, now I've in the event that Bucks lose in the event that the Saints lose. They obviously they both have at least a better backdoor away in uh, than the Falcons do, and that's through the wild card. So let's assess the wild card situation. You do have uh, Bears playing the Packers in Green Bay. Ironically enough, similar to the Lions playing the Packers in Green Bay last year. The Lions had nothing to play for; they were eliminated. The Bears, through no fault of their own, are now eliminated uh, and uh, eliminated last week, and they have nothing to play for other than ruining the Packers season. And this Packers team has been extremely inconsistent this year. 
Seattle. Uh, Green Bay currently is holding the seventh seed. Uh, Seattle is a little bit on the outside looking in. They've already completely screwed over their uh, their tie-breaking loss scenario to the Rams. Uh, now that the mm-hmm. Rams have clinched. But Seattle is in a similar situation, although they are on the road and they are playing the Cardinals, who, similar to your Bucks playing the Panthers, a significantly inferior team, but a team that's had a little bit more spunk behind them since Kyler Murray's been back. And in the event that Seattle falls, Cardinals play spoiler, uh, Green Bay falls, Bears play spoiler, you have this the Bucks and the Saints in lost scenarios, uh, and as well as the Vikings, who are really in the driver's seat, uh, with 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 a better um a conference record should they take care of business against the Lions team, who has nothing to play for, other than maybe a home game over potential in a potential matchup over the Cowboys, um, which they obviously have to finish the game better because of that nonsense last week. Uh, mm-hmm. So what are the odds that these two games shake out in a spoiler scenario and the Bears ruin the Packers season and the Cardinals ruin the Seahawks season? Because in the Seahawks situation, Gino was the wonderkin last year, got that big extension, but he's been a little consistent this year. And the Packers... I'm sorry, the Bears, Eberflus, I think, has secured his job for next year. I think they fought back from the doldrums earlier in the season. And Justin Fields, he looked like in the he looked like he was in the doldrums at one point, but with a strong finish this season, he may secure his job for next year too. So there's a lot <laughs> in play. There, there's a lot in play to maintain uh, a strong showing and ruin these these wild card hopeful seasons. Here's the deal. Justin Fields is playing for his job. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think the Bears believe in him. I really don't. I don't. It's not like I don't think they don't like him, but I honestly believe that they feel that the, there's a quarterback in the draft that has a better upside, who can throw the ball downfield. That's what Justin has really missed: consistently throwing the ball downfield. Let, let's be honest. Like he'll, he'll hit more for you know. You know, one play a game, if that, maybe. And, you know, everyone gets excited. And then after that, it's him running around trying to, you know, throw a 10-yard slant pass to somebody. Darnell Mooney will drop it or something like that. I honestly believe that the Bears will probably go elsewhere for quarterback. I think there are a lot of teams that would take Justin Fields. I just think it's a bad marriage. And the Bears probably should trade him and get some, get some draft capital. And they're going to go draft. You got the number one pick. I don't think if you go in and pick up Marvin Harrison Jr. that he's going to be the answer to that offense's problems, because Justin can't get him the ball. <clears throat> he just doesn't fit that offense. So, but no, I think the Bears could ruin the Packers' season. I really do. I think the Packers are playing for. I mean, the Bears are playing for pride. Justin is basically auditioning to the rest of the league. So yeah, I think the Bears are going to knock him off. And, and Seattle is how, just the whole. How how but, wild is it? How wild is it that through no fault of their own, the Bears, with the start to the season they had, as embarrassing as it was, <clears throat> that they were in playoff contention until last week, and again through another team's actions, not their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they like stumped. They were they they were held in the waiting room. Their twenty didn't get them far enough. <laughs> 
But they got to sit and get themselves a little drink, but they couldn't get in. They couldn't get past the red rope, you know, and that, and that's the thing, like, of no, no work of their own, they almost backed their way into the playoffs, which means they would have, if they had made the playoffs, they would have gotten shellacked. Like, let's be honest, they, they wouldn't have survived. So I think Bears ownership should really look at that and say, you know what? Yeah, we were in contention, but we really weren't. Yeah. So I think you have to reset. You, you just have to. You have the number one pick. There's you have you have to like that's unless somebody offers you a trade that's beyond belief, you have to do it. Well, Comes to Seattle, I don't know. Maybe maybe Gino was a one hit wonder one year and that was it. I, I don't know. So now there's going to be the questions going next year into Seattle. Is is Gino the guy? Is Gino really the guy? If they start off shaky. Then there's going to be then at that point, Drew Lock could be your guy for the rest of the year. I don't know, but Seattle had their opportunities. They just they just couldn't hit when they could when they needed to. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Seattle was in the driver's seat for a good chunk of the season. Uh, yeah, and, and really, other than those two Rams games, if they had just pulled out those two Rams games, which the Rams were shaky for all but the last five weeks or so. Six, yeah, five, if six Seattle had, exactly. If Seattle had handled business, then we're having a whole difference, a whole another conversation. But now you got Puka and the boys sitting pretty. Puka, Puka, you know, sitting pretty. You know, they've got a great young team over there. You know, it's you know the big question is: is Stafford go another year? Can they keep them healthy? So, but right now they're not worried about that. They they've got an opportunity to make some noise. Yeah, I think Puka Nakua is like 40 mm. yards or something like that away from breaking the rookie record. They're going to try to get it to him really quick, and I think yeah. then they're going to pull him out of the game because if you keep him in too long, that's when those freak injuries happen. Right, and there's no reason to play him. They're in. They're in. Yeah. They're locked into a wild card spot. All right. You know, it might be just it might be just a play, Keep you know, kind of keep a routine going, but after like a couple series, they yank him out. So similar to how we talked about the AFC situation, how do you think the NFC wildcard is going to play out? Do you think that there's going to be a backdoor pass uh, for either the, the Bucks or the Saints? Should they falter in their games? Or is Green Bay going to take care of business and hold on to the seventh seed? Is Seattle going to get back in the mix? Is Minnesota going to get back in the mix? How, how do you think all, How do you think the NFC wildcard is going to play out? There's only one spot. All right. I think Tampa handles business. I just, I just, it just, it has to happen. You know, I, I don't think, I don't think the Panthers have enough to really pull this off. Like, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout, but I think Tampa, they've got veteran leadership. They got guys who've won a Super Bowl on that team. Those guys know what, what it, what it takes to win. Um, that, and I think they're going to disrupt, you know, Rice all day, and it's just it's going to be uncomfortable for him. And I just say I think the Bucks pull it out. Might not be pretty, but the Bucks pull it out. I think the Bears beat the Packers. The Packers are so uneven; you can't trust them. I don't think I, you can trust the Packers. I can't trust them. Man. You know, I I just don't. I don't like it. I think the Bears are just going there. And first of all, it's it's as divisional as it gets. Bears they and lost Packers. to the Giants for crying out loud. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'm supposed to take you seriously now, yeah. right? <laughs> the Bears would want nothing more than to end the playoff hopes of the Packers. And even if this was in reverse, it'd be the same thing. So, no, I think the Bears will do enough and upset the Packers. Vikings, their quarterback situation is so shaky. I, I can't trust those guys. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. That it's. I don't even know who's starting this week. I think they, they're. I think they're still up in the air. So I don't even know who's starting this week. So for the Vikings, I just. I don't. I don't like their situation at all. If I was them, I wouldn't want to make the playoffs. Honestly, I would be honest. I wouldn't want to somehow backdoor my way in because whoever you play is going to mollywop you. You know, Mullins is so erratic, and then you got the young kid who just looked good for like three plays and then just fell apart. Just not a fan of the Vikings. So, okay. So you say Tampa's going to take care of business. Let's assume assume New Orleans also takes care of business. Are you going to give it? Are you going to give that last wild card spot to Seattle or are you going to give it to the Saints? Oh, the Falcons are beating the Saints. Oh, oh, okay. I see. Okay. Falcons are beating the Saints. The (laughs) Falcons. I I, I don't trust David. David Carr got lucky. I just, I don't trust David Carr. So, you know what? He played played decently this week. This is the game. It all falls apart again. Don't forget, Kamara's ankles busted up. He's not 100%. You can't trust the Saints. They win one week and they'll screw the pooch the next week. And this is that week. And I think Atlanta is going to just leave it all out there because they're going to play for their coach. If Desmond Ritter's starting, then he, he's playing for his life. And I think you're going to get a heavy dose of Bijan. I think this could be a big Bijan game. So pro- by process of elimination, you're all yes. in. You're all in on the Geno train for the last wild card spot. Yeah, I, I, I'll give I will give Seattle I'll give Seattle the the, the last spot. Yeah, not saying they're gonna do anything, but yeah, I think they 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 fall in, they get it. I mean, I think they're probably the best. Uh, what's the word? Um, kind of presentability factor for the league, because like you said, Minnesota's a mess. You don't know we don't you don't know who their quarterback is. Um. Green Bay is up and down, up and down. I mean, Green Bay is going to bring the eyeballs because Packers fans are everywhere. Uh, so there's that. But they're such they're so inconsistent. The Saints are so inconsistent. Uh, I I don't think I don't think I don't think anyone wants to see Tampa on the road. Tampa at home at least has a spitting chance. The uh, Tampa on the road, I don't know if that would be as, as good a watch. Um, Talking about who doesn't want to see Baker Baker on the road. Comeback player of the year, Baker Mayfield. Put some respect on the name. Dang, Nabbit. Tired of this. Tired of this mess. Jeez, man. Put some respect on the name. But um, no. And I just I just think Seattle's just better equipped to pull it out. I just I just, just think they're the team. Yeah. Um, so now as far as the the rest of the NFC is concerned, for some reason the NFC East is still up in the air. <laughs> Because neither, how, how neither that, one of these how? teams can close this out. <laughs> it's like they don't want it. They're like, yeah, I don't want to be the – we don't want to be the East champs. That's horrible. It's like a jinx or something. 
Yeah, so they both play. Obviously, it's week 18. Everyone plays divisional rivals. Both the Eagles and the Cowboys are playing on the road. Now, I would say on paper, the Giants play harder. Mm-hmm. So they and, – and Philly has not played as good. Philly's recent stretch has been odd because they really haven't looked good in any year. Dallas's recent stretch has been very odd because they look amazing, then they look abysmal for two games, then they look amazing again. <laughs> so well, it all depends if they're playing Homer on the road. Yeah. Which, of course, they're both on the road, and Dallas, obviously, like you uh, insinuated, has not been a very good road team this year. Phillies at least been above, very good to above average, both home and away but they just look horrible in their last recent weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so something's got to give, right? <laughs> in theory, but we don't know how theories go. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I you, you flip a coin. I, I don't know who's going to win this division. Like, I really don't. Week 18, both teams are, they have stuff to play for. So it's, you would say Philly would probably have the edge because they've been here before, you know. Though the though the NFC East hasn't had a, a back-to-back division winner in like forever and a day, I believe. I think it's like a rare, one of the most rarest things you'll ever find. So it's, can Philly just put together a complete game? If Philly does that, shouldn't be a problem. Dallas, you're out there on the road, which means if they put up 24 points, it's impressive. Because they just can't score, they just fall apart. It's just, I don't. It's Jekyll and Hyde. So, if if you're asking me to pick one who I have more confidence in, I'm taking. I guess I'm I'm taking Philly. I would take Philly because of the track record this year. But both teams have been so erratic. It's it's a flip of a coin. Well, unfortunately for Philly, they need help. Because every single tiebreaker has drawn dead even. Uh, like, you have your head-to-head tiebreaker, which is always first. Well, they split that, so you can't use that. Mm-hmm. They're both 4-1 and one in their division. So if they both win, that's not changing either. So it comes down to record versus common opponent. And right now, the only reason Dallas is currently in first place is because of that. And obviously, these are both divisional opponents. That's probably not going to change much if they both win. So, for Philly to win this, they need Washington to win. Wow. Wow. Riverboat Ron's last hurrah in D.C., I guess. And that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Everybody knows this is probably it for Riverboat Ron. You know, he's He's brought respectability back to the franchise amongst the drama that was that's been there. So I think those guys will play their hearts out for him. Not gonna say it's gonna happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if the commanders somehow pull something out. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, last hurrah. But Yeah, uh, you, you you can't even say it. You can't commit to it. <laughs> I want mayhem, so yeah, 
There you go. Commanders. Commanders all the way. I need some I need some mayhem in my life. Not really. I need some mayhem. NFL. You know, if, you, like I said, it you need mayhem. Can pull it off, you need mayhem as long as that mayhem doesn't include the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, let me just handle my business and then y'all can go ahead and screw the pooch all you want. I don't care, I don't care what you do. Let me win by my one point. Let me win 18-17. I don't care what it is. And then the rest of y'all can go ahead and run around. I don't care. I don't care. I'll be 12 beers in, crying, tears of joy. That's all I need to worry about. Uh, now, are, are you uh, reaching for a little bit of the stars on this? Because I think the Giants on paper are definitely the harder matchup than the Red. Uh, sorry, than Washington. <laughs> I can't trust the Giants. I don't know what it is. Though, who knows? Tyrod Taylor may throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns, and all of a sudden, you know, Darren Waller wakes up from the dead again and, you know, looks like, a, you know, a top five tight end. Saquon runs for a buck 50 and a score. Who knows? But I, it just, with the commanders, it just has that feel that, okay, they're, this is Riverboat Rod's last game. They're just here to ruin somebody's day. They, it just has that feel. Now, of course, the full circle of this in our little discussion. Uh, yes. In our little uh, inter internet uh, telestrating tele relationship we have on this show uh, yes. is the, the, the loser of this division will play the will play uh, your assumed NFC South champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, well, I mean, which team would you rather play? Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, in recent memory, Tampa has played both franchises in the recently concluded Tom Brady era. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's Baker Bay now, so uh, whoever it is, bring them on. You don't care. You don't have any preference to playing Philadelphia or Dallas. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can. I don't. It, it, the reason is, is it's the playoffs. So anything can happen. For all I know, Dallas decides to, you know, become great on the road. I don't know. So at this point, I just want to get in. As long as I, as long as I can play somebody, then it is who it is. <laughs> you know, if Dallas, if Dallas comes to town, they can't win on the road. Okay, there we go. You know, if Philly comes to town, they're a little sporadic. You know, we, I think, you know, we, you know match up well with them defensively a bit. So whoever it's going to be, it's going to be. I just want I just want to sit at the table. That's right. Now, speaking at a seat at the table, there's one that's up for grabs in very much a do-or-die situation. And I'm so glad we left plenty of time before the end of the show to kick this around because it has been one of your favorite yeah. topics to discuss this season, for better or for worse. And that is the Buffalo Bills. Their recent their run to close the season has put them in a position to either win the division, win the AFCs, or completely bottom out and not make the playoffs at all. Could you have scripted a better Week 18 scenario for the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> so much snow. I so much so that I just snorted. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Josh Allen needs to buy everybody on that Buffalo defense whatever they want because it's been that defense that's held that's that's kept them in games. 
I do not believe in Buffalo. I and like I said, it's on the internet, so record it all you want. They're fraudulent, and I don't care. So yes, it comes down to this: Buffalo wins in there and win the division. Wow, do I truly trust that Buffalo can can just finish it off and storybook end it? Probably just to fall apart in the first round or so. Nope, I don't believe in them. I'm I'm feeling a Josh Allen three pick game trying to do too much. I know you have James Cook, the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl running back there. Don't know how that happened. I don't no, know how no. that man is top five in the league in rushing. I have absolutely no idea. No sense, but I don't trust Buffalo. And I just I think this this is where uh are they are they home? Uh no, they're in South Beach. Uh yeah, Tyreek's going for Tyreek's going for a buck fifty on this one. Man's upset, his house is on fire. That man's got that man's playing. That man's playing for respect. Um this is the way if, if it was gonna if it was gonna end anyway, this is the way it should have been. Miami and Buffalo, you're gonna find out. I think Miami, Miami has enough, and Miami ends it. Miami ends their dream. Now there's a there is a situation, there's a potential where Miami has already clinched the playoff berth. Well, they're in no matter what. It just depends mm -hmm. on whether they want the home game, or whether they're just okay with, you know, playing a half, staying in rhythm, and and. And, and and not getting rusty, so is th is there a chance the Dolphins could be content with not having the home game, losing the number two seed to Kansas City, which means they would not have home field because regardless of what Kansas City does, even if Kansas City loses to 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 the Chargers, and they have the same record, they would still lose the two seed to the Chiefs because of that game over in London or Frankfurt or wherever that it was. Um, the, is there a chance the Dolphins could just say, "Hey, let's just mail this one in and uh, and 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 get ready for the playoffs and kind of pass it off to Buffalo on a silver platter"? No, if they've got a chance for a home game, you've got to play for it. You 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 want that? You want at least one home home playoff game. Let, let's be real here. You you want that game? Um, anyone who says, "Oh, I don't care. I'll go anywhere." Yada yada. Unless, unless you're desperate and you're like, you have no chance at a home game, of course you're going to say that. Miami wants that home game, and I'm sure McDaniel is going to coach, you know, Coach Mike there is going to get them ready to go. They want to play at home that first game. No, they don't phone it in, especially if that game is close. They're, they're going to try to win it. You, you got to. You don't want to phone it in and not have a chance to play at home. That's, no. Don't believe it. Can't have it happen. I, I think part of you also just wants to have one final fraudulent claim. Oh, man, you have no idea, man. That Miami game is probably my second game to watch. I'm telling you, I I need it to happen. If You know what? If Miami wins, if Miami wins, yes. we'll have to figure out how to do it for the show. But we need to, we need to, I mean, we need to figure out how to give you a special monologue just for you on the Buffalo Bills 2023. 
<laughs> Give me a couple of minutes just to talk about Buffalo. That's right. And I'll, I'll mute myself. I'll zip my lips. I'll mute myself. Two minutes. The floor is yours. Write it, write it if you, as if you were on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it'll be beautiful. It'll be beautiful because, you know, you figure Buffalo would have been like, you know, the last couple of years, you know, they were like, yeah, we finally have taken the division from New England. We are the, you know, we are the bearers of the AFC East. And within a 24 to 48 hours, it could be all gone. What a short reign. I can't wait to write it. I'll be Charles Dickens. It'll be great. I can't wait. Who's got the most at stake this weekend uh, as far as, um, I don't want to say assets, but for lack of a better word, assets at hand for the playoffs and also reputation. The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Bills, or the Bills, the three, between the three of them. All right, so we've got Eagles, Cowboys, and Bills. Yeah, between the three of them, who, who has the most at stake <laughs> for not, not not just in a tangible sense as far as the playoffs this year, but from a reputation perspective as well. Reputation. I'm going to say Buffalo. I've got to say Buffalo because everyone was ready to put Buffalo, just like the Jags. Buffalo was ready to be the heir apparent. They were going to be the team that was going to take on Kansas City, take them out, and all of this. You know, Buffalo, you know, they pre, you know, they were all about we're taking back the AFC East. It's ours now. Yada, yada, yada. You guys are, you know, I'll give them credit. You know, they're almost doing the impossible, but with the talent and such. And I know they had injuries on defense, but. They should have played a lot better than they have this year on offense, let's be honest. You know, Josh Allen really hasn't been Josh Allen of old, you know, a lot more turnovers and things like that. So with Dallas and Philly, those teams have those teams are built for long-term success. Buffalo, I don't think so. I think in a couple, I think probably in the next year or so you're gonna see turnover on that team for sure. So Buffalo, I think, was built to win now, like literally within the next year or so. I think Philly and Dallas have three to four years worth of talent built for the longer term. Despite the fact that the Cowboys are are constantly living in a what-can-you-do-for-me-next-five-minute scenario. As they've yeah, been living well, in know, the last 25 years. <laughs> you know, every year it's their year and stuff like that. And, you know, we're all, you know, we're all like, okay, Dallas, whatever. Um, but the talent that they have on that team now, the young talent, which should, you know, contracts and all should be there for the next at least three years or so, easy. You know, they're they're primed to be a player, in, you know, in the Super Bowl conversation. So I don't think you can say the same for Buffalo. And, and uh, it might be a silly question, but in the same light, is Boston, Boston, excuse me, does Buffalo also have the same amount at stake compared to with that of the Jaguars. Are the, are the Jaguars still early enough in their tenure where if they falter and let's say they don't even make it, can they withstand that type of criticism? Failure, I should say. The Jags to me are Buffalo of about, a, let's say two years ago, like on that up and coming swing, still going through the pains, but next year for the Jags is going to be crucial. 
I think they are going to have to win the division. They are going to have to become a dominant team. If they, if they do this again next year, you know, Doug's, Doug's on the hot seat. No, no, and no one can say otherwise. Doug is going to be on the hot seat. Um, you still have the you have that team is young, but you're going to probably look to try to bring in some free agents, try to fast track it. You know, the winning there, but Buffalo is basically built to win now, absolutely now, and I just don't think they have enough to do it. Yeah, and uh, before we wrap up and say and say good night, um, what is Obviously, we'll get into it more in a kind of deeper dive after Sunday's games and uh, next week prior to the playoffs kicking off. But what do you think? Who do you think right now? Let's take Baltimore off the table. Even San Francisco, we want to take them off the table too. But who, who are the playoff favorites right now, regardless of how these games play out? In week 18? Playoff favorites as in Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, who has the best chance? Who has the best chance to make a deep run? Who's not named the Baltimore Ravens or the San Francisco Ravens? Because let's be honest, those are the only two teams that have absolutely nothing to play for. <laughs> All right, if I'll start AFC first, Cleveland intrigues me. I like the run game. I think Flacco has brought stability to the passing game. And I don't think anyone in the AFC wants to play Cleveland. I really don't. I think Cleveland is a scary team. I think that they fear nobody. They're like, we're going to give you a full 60, and whatever happens, happens. So Cleveland, for me, is that team that could go on a magical run. NFC. Ooh. All right. I'll take I'm not, I'll take Tampa out because I just I'm, I have to be objective here. Yeah, have to be objective. Wow. Um, if I had to pick a team that could make a little bit of noise, it could be the Rams. I like it. I like it. I I, I think the Rams. I like I think their offense is potent. Like they can throw the ball as long as Stafford stays healthy. As long as they keep him upright, he's slinging the ball like, you know, like nothing. And they can run the ball. Their defense is, you know, is a little a little, a little, little, shaky, but I think can can hold if they have to. But when your offense can put up points, you, you know, if you give up a, a score here or there, you're all right. I think the Rams are a team that people are kind of like, hmm, I, I don't know if I want to mess with that just yet, you yeah. know? Yeah. I, so that, I, that's – I like that pick, and I cannot believe I like that pick. After that game, and I don't know when it was, Halloween, it was sometime around Halloween or middle of October, the game against the Bengals where they couldn't block you or I. Stafford was getting was on the dirt every 30 seconds. I cannot believe I like that pick. I cannot believe then, you like that pick, but that's just the way we are right now. It's like you said, though, the last like five weeks or so, the light went on and those guys have gone on a run. They're they're hot. You know, they they feel confident. And that's that's what you want going into the playoffs. You want to be confident and just, you know, you're like, this is who we are and we're going to play it and we're going to see what happens. So I'm not saying either one of those teams, you know, I think Cleveland has Cleveland is built a little better to make a run to at least the conference championship. Yeah. 
But I, but you know, the Rams. You know, depending how the draw comes, it could happen. Hey, smart money. Put uh, put something on a little parlay for a Christmas Day rematch between the Ravens and the Niners. But if you want to be Ooh. a million, if you want to be a millionaire, maybe go Browns Rams. <laughs> You heard it here first. Just give me 50 bucks, man. Just give me 50 bucks. Or you know what? Just get me a Baker jersey. So just okay. buy, me, buy, me, buy me a Baker jersey. We'll get another one. Buy, buy Bucks McGee an authentic Baker Mayfield jersey and, and, and pay our stream yard dues for next year. We'll be good. <laughs> and we're good. See? You we keep, keep it simple. It. You keep the rest of it. You keep, you keep the millions and millions. You just, you know, that and just watch us every week and we're good. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, week 18, there's a few spots up for grabs. Uh, we're going to be there to break it down, breaking down all this stuff. We'll tell you who's in, who's out, and who's our favorites going into playoffs. Bucks McGee, week 18, last one of the regular season, my friend. Take us off air. Wow, man, this is a little emotional, man. It's 18 weeks. It's crazy. Um, it's been a blast. Um, we got, we're going to find out this weekend who's in, who's out. And then we're going to sit here and pour over it. If your team's still in the hunt, good luck. If not, if you're a Pats fan, hey, man, get ready for your top five pick. Congratulations. Let's party hard. <laughs>